1: G'day everyone, Lauren Crest, The Business Scientist here. Hope you had a lovely weekend, happy Monday. So today we're talking about how to build and nurture relationships with potential customers. Now, we've been talking about things like lead generation and starting a conversation and what you need to do there. But what about when someone's had a conversation with you but they're not ready to purchase? But maybe they are, maybe they're kind of interested but you're not really sure yet. Okay, so what we want to do with that is the biggest thing is we want to make sure we remember – Who they are. Now, a lot of people will use, especially in bigger businesses, they'll use a client relationship management system or a CRM system to look at what's going on with all these different customers. But if you're looking at managing like 20 leads at any one time or 40 leads at any one time, what you might find more useful is to use something like Airtable, which is what I use. So to be clear, for managing leads and lead scoring and things like that, I use Active Campaign, which I've talked about before. If you want to find out more about Active Campaign, I'll put the affiliate link that I have um, to go and check that out as well. If you decide to purchase it, just know that I make a few dollars from that. There's lots of other tools as well. Active Campaign is my favorite, which is why I chose to affiliate with them. So that's on the email side but what about on the actual okay now this person cuz this is a mistake i see a lot of people make is they go oh okay like i'm just going to try to like nurture this one to the point of sale via email no what we our ultimate goal is to get them on the phone or on a zoom call i really like doing zoom calls cuz then i get to see that person face to face so how do we bring someone onto that face-to-face call and then how do we also take that further and start to go okay now let's nurture them and actually make sure that we turn this into a sale or as best as we can turn this into a sale so what you need to be identifying first is like whether someone is likely to become a customer so if you've actually had that conversation with someone like they booked a call you might be like Well, because they came through email nurture, they're not necessarily looking to buy on the call. But, you know, I made the offer on the call, but then, you know, what do I do from there? Depending on what you're selling, if it's a more complex sale, then you're probably not even trying to sell on the first call. The first call is more like meet and greet. And they're like, oh, I'm kind of interested in what you do. And then you set up a second sales call. So how do you actually manage that? There's lots of different systems, there's lots of different processes, and there's lots of people who are way more qualified than me talking about how to do that kind of like triage call or how to do that kind of like, you know, qualifying call versus your actual sales call. So I'm not talking about how to have the sales call in this video. What I'm talking about is how do you keep track of everyone who could potentially be interested? So once you've had conversations with people, you want to look for those signals, you start to go... This is what this person has done. I'm going to invest some more time in there because I can't invest time in my thousand people signed up to my mailing list. I'm not going to speak to every person on my mailing list. I can't invest time in my 8,000 people who are following me on LinkedIn, right? We can't do that. Even 200 people would be a lot to kind of get through and probably a lot of them are not interested. So, it's not sort of a matter of going, I'm just going to sit down and pick up the phone and start calling people. What we want to do is qualify those people to a point where we go, okay, this is someone that I'm going to build a relationship with on an ongoing basis. Like I said in my last video, Christine Smith actually has some great tips about this as well. So head over to the networking video I did with her if you want to find out more about this. But what I do essentially is I, on Airtable, just it's really, really simple. I have like the person's name, the person's company, the person's contact number, their email address, like those basic sort of contact information pieces. And then I have like, what was the last conversation I had with them? What were the key things that I need to remember that we talked about? What were the follow-up actions that we discussed? And when am I going to get in touch with them again? And that's the main thing. When did I when did I last contact them and what did I say? When am I going to contact them again and what am I going to say then? And it's just a matter of keeping on top of that. So for me, I have a list of people who I'm always like, oh, I've got to check in with that person and see what's going on how do I make that person feel important how do I remind that person that I'm there because a lot of the time when we're having conversations with people they might just not be ready to buy from us yet if they're ready to buy from us they're probably buying the first call but for a lot of people they might just be like oh yeah that kind of sounds interesting and you know what like yeah follow up with me sometime in the future you know what we also want when we're in our sales mode is we want yes or nos so we do want people to kind of say no I'm not interested We want people to say that so that we know to move on. So if if they haven't committed yes or no, then we want to sort of be like, okay, how do we nurture them to the point where they say yes or no? I can't remember the name of the person who shared this advice, but there's a really cool little trick you can use if you are a bit shy of like making an offer as well. So if you're kind of scared of that yes or no, One thing that you could say to people is just give them that option. So when they're sort of talking about their problem, you might say something like, It sounds like you might need some help with this. Would you like me to tell you a little bit about how I could help you? And by saying something as simple as that, you're kind of giving, they're kind of giving you permission to sell to them so ask a question you know another thing you could say is like would you mind if I tell you a little bit about how we help people like in exactly that situation and you're just kind of formalizing the sales call a little bit more so that person is like yes or they might go oh no look I'm not in a position to buy and then you might go look that's fine happy to tell you about it anyway in case it becomes relevant in the future or you know if you don't want to know that's cool Like, then at least we've kind of given that person the opportunity to know. And again, like I was saying last week, what we want to remember is we have a gift. We have something that for the right people, we can solve a problem of theirs. And when we believe in our product – that makes it a lot easier to sell as well. So if you don't believe in the product, if you actually don't think it's helpful, that might be something that's holding you back. So just keep that in mind if you're finding sales hard. Is it the sale? Is there something about what you're promising to give people that you're doubting? Is there a self-doubt component? of this. Which brings me to our topic for next week's Monday motivation episode. So next week we're going to be talking about exactly that. How do you battle that self-doubt? Are you charging enough? What are you pricing things at? How are you offering this? Are there things that are going on underneath the surface that are self-sabotaging your sales or your growth? So let's have a look at that next week. Until next time, remember that sharing your talents with the world will make it a better place.